0: Hi, everyone. This is Beth. Welcome to another edition of The Throne Room with Beth Tarasi. In this episode, we're going to explore a couple things. We have a very special guest who's going to come interview with us. And he is actually featured on a mini funk album that I happen to have put in my Apple Music subscription library and stuff. And I'm, I'm just going to give you that much of a clue, but you guys have to guess who that is. But the other thing is, this guy is going to, this guy is going to demonstrate something very cool. And you guys are going to be like, Oh my God, what's that? What have I missed? But first, I'd like to talk a little bit about what happened 10 years ago this week. I celebrated 10 years on my own while we are still working out the kinks. How do I say this? Well, I mean, how do I say this? I'm sorry. The toilet flushed in the other room. This is what happens when I live in a small apartment. Okay. Alright. Ten years ago, I didn't have much confidence in myself. I did not have confidence that I could do the things I needed to do. And I did not have much confidence in... The system or people that could help, period. I did not have that much in the way of confidence. And I was denied initially the chance to go to Colorado Center for the Blind. What's nuts is that I was with the Florida Division of Blind Services. And I thought, well, I guess the only way I'm going to be able to go anywhere and to move away from my family is to move out west. And the moving out west was extremely important. But one of the things I absolutely had to do was move out and move somewhere where it was safe for me to get the kind of services I needed. Now, I did not know that Louisiana was even on the table. But what I did know, and I should have said this when we were talking, me and this Kathy Davis woman from the Federation, she couldn't be there to advocate for me to go to an out-of-state rehab facility. For one thing about Louisiana, the state itself has some pretty weird political leanings. I kind of have seen the liberal side of things earlier that year and the spring, I think it was like the spring of that year or sometime back that last year, I got my first kiss. I got my first kiss, but I decided that the the year after that I really had to do something about, you know, the lack of blindness skills training and to explain the blindness skills training, I'm going to just point out what was happening in Florida those 10 years ago. I was also working with Lighthouse of the Big Bend but they were hobnobbed and my services were robbed daily. I could not have daily cooking and mobility instruction through the lighthouse and lighthouses are not generally equipped for that unless you're not in college. I really wanted to get my college degree and learn independence At least the instructor agreed that I needed intensive mobility training or what they call travel training at Colorado Center for the Blind. I eventually went to Littleton because I had to fight a little bit, but it wasn't like a multi-year settlement in court, lawsuit, all that kind of stuff. What I did have to say and what I should have said Well, honestly, I'll tell you what I could have said. Louisiana does not have abortion rights. Women's rights. I will not go to Louisiana. And the other thing is, rumor has it, you got to go to the Mardi Gras. You got to go to the Mardi Gras as a requirement for, you know, challenge rec. I did not know if that was true or not, but... You guys submit some feedback to me through DenverQueen at GMX.com. The Rustin Center is much tougher and it did not accommodate the mentally ill. There were no counselors that would talk. By this, by that time, I had had enough of guardianship plus college plus the emotional toll that not having independence was taking on me. It was just not very good And I did not have the resources and would not have the resources to do the things I needed to do 10 years ago. Where am I 10 years later? I'll tell you where I'm at. I'm in a 13 story apartment in Colorado. I'm in a 13 story building in Colorado. In the west side of Denver, about oh, a stone's throw from Lakewood. Personally, I am just not sure what I'm gonna do. Because we want to be able to get us a house, but my partner and I are not able to afford a house at this time. A house would require our own construction. If we had a condo, that would be a different, that would be a different story. Um, that would just be pretty interesting. But anyway, but through the 10 years I've been here, I've dated a few jerks. I've either been on top of or at the bottom of things and I had to drop out of college twice throughout my life. The first time was when I moved here 10 years ago. I had to drop out of Florida state. And the reason was the teacher certification exam. Of course, the the craf, the graphics were kind of crappy on that exam. I want I want to say the graphics were extremely crappy. I didn't like the crappy graphics. I didn't like the crappy editing on that test in the Braille and all that kind of stuff. Of course, I was also not allowed just to, you know, have the best optimal way of performing on a test and I'm not really the best math person when it comes to taking these tests. And I did not get enough training in tactile graphics, much of my life was spent worrying about whether I would get training in mobility, not tactile graphics. I don't think one skill is any more important than the other, mind you. I just, yeah. Um, But yeah, I remember the time when I was dating a guy that ultimately wasn't right and You know, I wrote about that in my blog. So if you want to check that out, you want to check it it out, it's um, blog.denverqueen.com. There is a thing called my hashtag me too moment. Now, bear in mind, I was not assaulted by this guy. But I think that what he did afterwards was just as much an assault on my dignity as... You know, the intercourse that leads to, you know, sexual assault and stuff like that. Bear in mind that what I said might be considered explicit. But not to worry, people. I think it's, um... Yeah, I just... I don't think it's gonna be that bad. I also dated a a long-time friend of mine for about a year and a half. And... The year and a half I spent with him, maybe about uh, two and a half years I spent with him, it was kind of weird. But mind you, I think that his mother was extremely not very cool about certain things. His mother was basically kind of like, oh... You shouldn't date somebody who's on different medication. And that was a stigmatizing ultimatum that basically said that you can't date my son because you take this medication and you're in mental health treatment. I think the woman's ways, she's just not educated enough to where she can accept it because she herself is grieving the loss of a son with whom she shared a lot in common and that boy was dating a very sick woman who was possessed and I ended up finding out the, that that young man was shot by his um, his girlfriend and my ex of two and a half years he he's just had a hard time ever since. And there's just been no... There's just been no um, compromise on that. And I could not get back with him anyway because he's just too conservative for my taste. I dated another guy only for three weeks and he ended up being too ultra conservative. His family ultra-conservative, and then he started dating or hanging around people who just, they're not all there, and it just, that's the thing about the blind community, it's so cliche, and it's full of, full of shadiness, and I, I just don't have a good view of the blind community, and I am not part of that community. I've had to let go of people that I were, I was friends with back in 2009, Shortly before I moved to Colorado, I met several people in college. Now, there was a young man in New York that I met who was staff at a certain station called HKC Radio, and he did an experiment and landed me in it. I don't know how, but this young man is amazing. I really like him, he is super cool. We're friends now, but it wasn't always that way. I mean, ups and downs, that's what defines a friendship. But truth of the matter is the guy that I ended up parting ways with all those years ago, well, actually I, I parted with this guy not, actually it was relatively recently, but the other guy that I'm talking about, he was, he had several radio projects that didn't really go over well. And he's got several friends on X transmission and whatever. It's just like, why? But this guy had a very questionable conversation with my friend Clayton. And this questionable conversation led to, I was angry with him for not only suggesting that a guardianship is needed in my life, but basically this guy does not. He doesn't give a damn about how I feel about the whole situation with what he was talking about. Let me explain the conversation and what it was about. It had to do with police brutality. And I cannot believe that some conversation like that could redefine what makes everything what it is. I ended up blocking this guy and another guy, well, I blocked him on Twitter because he just wasn't worth my time, but this guy and his pal were talking to Clayton about, oh, police brutality, and Clayton was doing protests with a certain group, I'm not going to name because I don't know how to pronounce, I think it's a Poderan action or something, I'm not really part of the group. But what I can understand is Clayton's view is we need a civilian review board for the police and he was explaining all that. But what these other guys were saying was why the police review board was needed was not it wasn't necessary and I just went not after someone got killed by the police department whose job it is to protect the individuals in question. Clayton's sister was, as a lot of people know, killed by the police four years ago. And his activism extends beyond just disability. He also does like, oh, police brutality, things like that, you know, anti-police brutality stuff. And to see a conversation like that, he screenshotted it I shared it on my blog because that's what we do. I mean, first of all, the criminals do not have more powerful power than the police anyway. Some of the police are the criminals. Some of the police are indeed the criminals. You know, the ones who shoot a guy down while jogging. And I want to bring up the case of Amon Arbery for just a second. I know this is... This is my portion of the podcast, but, you know, 10 years ago, this was still going on. 10 years later, it ain't going to get any better unless we do the following things. We need to stop talking about structural racism in schools. You know, in a in a white centric way, we need to have a black centric education in all schools, for all kids, black and brown is the majority in a school, not white. And honestly, I, I just don't think the the eurocentric education is important. I think we also need to start offering things like African history instead of just Western history. Like I know that my high school, okay. Ooh, look at that. There's airplanes flying outside our window. Look at that. Um, No, it's not airplanes. It's actually a car. I'm just looking at what's outside the window. But yeah, the uh, Eurocentric education should be banned in schools. Because Europeans, when they came to America and it... I'm not sure what Leif Erikson was doing, but Eric the Red's son, he was the son of Eric the Red. He was a Viking sailor. He came all the way to what he called the Vinland. I don't know what he did over there, because I didn't get the details of it. All I know is that he found this place. He located this place, what would then be called the New World. Columbus did the worst thing he could. He took Arawak's hostage and then inferiorated those poor Arawak soldiers. Oh my god. Joseph. <laughs> yes. And for those of you who don't know, um, Zello does not respect, do not disturb when you have it turned on like that. Another thing is, Zello is a little weird, but I I really do think we need to have a, a bit better fixing with Zello. Now, I wonder if they do have a Mac client for Zello, but I don't know for sure. That's something I discovered during the 10 years I've been here. I studied a lot. Um, what else? Um... But yeah, let me get back to what I was saying before uh, Joseph popped in with his uh, thing. Um, (laughs) There's just been a lot of things that I've learned in the last 10 years, but one of those things... One of those things I learned was the police brutality um, incidents... We do need a civilian review board for the police. We do need internal affairs reviews and things. Occasionally an officer needs to come up for review. And I think that's a good compromise for not having the police and having police. We need them to do their jobs. And the police's job is to protect the people. Enforce the current law. And that also means not sitting there and how do I explain this? It it has to be, the law has to be very, very clear about what and who is in trouble. It can't be 90% of the time the black and brown person, a police officer should not be walking into somebody's backyard and shooting them unarmed. Now, let me point to, there was one guy who was shot in his backyard while holding a cell phone in his hand. What is the difference between a cell phone and a gun, may I ask? I am using an iPhone 10R to record this thing. Okay, it's plugged in, I have my headphones plugged into a little adapter. Uh Figama jig. And let me just say that the it's it's just really weird. It's just weird that anybody would say, oh well the civilian review board would give the criminals more power, blah 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 blah. I think it's very stupid to say that because it's like that we are the people. We're the ones who elect the officials. Why can't we be the ones to fire or put police officers up for review? We also elect the sheriff. In Arizona, they had a notoriously awful-natured sheriff, and Clayton and I would talk frequently about Sheriff Joe, as he calls him, Joe Arpaio was let go from all criminal cases. And I don't think that was a good decision on the part of the, the administration that we have right now. And I'm not going to go into that. but But this guy doesn't like black and brown people. He doesn't. A lot of people don't. But as you'll see in most of my interviews. Now, last week's interview, I hope you guys liked it but this week's interview is going to go with um a guy who's been now this guy he's been my friend for quite a while okay we have our ups and downs we have our twists and turns and you know what all i'm going to say is that life's a roller coaster and it's been like that for the last 10 freaking years i can no longer date guys who are conservative i've pretty much had to write off every guy I you know didn't want to date as a jerk but um jerks are just not something I want to mess with you know um I want to address something else on here before I go people have actually asked me like would you date a woman you mean would you really date a woman and I would say no because I'm not bisexual I'm not bi-curious, I'm not bi, I, I'm i straight as an arrow, but that does not mean I don't like, you know, to hang out with women on a regular basis, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I have woman friends who are very sweet. I have women friends who are extremely wonderful people, and they are incredible. They are absolutely incredible. They're not they're not anything I can think of, but oh, before I finally get to closing though. If you want to submit feedback about what I have to say on the smorgasbord of things I covered here, Ten years ago, I wasn't doing a podcast, but today I have a podcast. And I had to reboot it, but now that we've got seasons and episodes, it'll be good. I need to talk to Blind Metal Gamer, and I'm just going to say, you know what? I can't be on your podcast. I cannot finish out season one with you. I can also, I may not really be able to co-host your podcast as soon as the Denver Women's Chorus is allowed to practice in person again. Because I need to be able to get to the Denver Women's Chorus practices each Sunday and I will have to take a cab to and from practice. So... You know, I'm I'm very sorry to have to do this to Blind Metal Gamer, but I need to let him know that the podcast thing might not work out unless you want to have the conversation before four o'clock, before four o'clock or before three o'clock or two o'clock. But and we're talking mountain daylight or mountain st- standard daylight mountain time. Anyway, if you'd like to be uh, one of those wonderful people that I get to look at and submit feedback about my podcast, please go to denverqueen.com. The email address for interviewee inquiries and things like that, if you want to be cool, like my friend just did like last night, send me an email. It's denverqueen at gmx.com. You can also leave a message right here on Anchor. And it's very easy to do. Just message the podcast. And if you would like to also be cool and be interviewed, you know, send me an email with the the paragraph, your topic, date and time, your credentials, things like that. I'll be able to look back and we'll work on the logistics. Thank you so much. And I hope that you will enjoy this podcast.
1: Oh, I need to put a picture there.
0: Oh, hi.
1: Oh, well, I'll I'll work on that later.
0: Dion, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. There you are, you you did it.
1: Well, apparently you have to have the app open. I guess I don't know why, but
0: that's weird. I didn't know that. I thought it was in the notification thing or yeah, on the it profile is. activity.
1: It it is. It pops up the mm. notification and then it opens up the uh, main, main you know, screen. It opens up the main screen, so it doesn't drag you directly in. Weird.
0: I'll see what I can talk to the folks at Spotify about that for. Anyway, let's get started. Good luck started. on that. Yeah, let's get started. Um, welcome to the Throne Room with Beth Rossi. This is the podcast where just about anything goes. I can't think of another slogan. <laughs> um, I just closed the messages on my Mac so we can get this shindig started. Um, this is Dion Walker, folks. He is featured on a funk track in a friend's, uh, I want to say mini album. It's an EP, it's like five tracks long. So I'm gonna let Dion take the floor and talk about that for just a few minutes or however long.
1: Well, this EP actually was released on May the 4th. Um, Mm -hmm. As a lot of people know, um, May the 4th is Star Wars day every year. (laughs) And so I thought that was kind of interesting that my friend Paul Rice, who's the producer, decided to, um, I guess, get this particular album released, or that's that's when it was released by. I don't know if he decided to do that or whatever, but um, we worked on this song, and then he's got uh, four other songs that are just instrumental tracks. There's no vocals. There's nothing. Uh, maybe some samples here and there on one track, uh, the, the title track, which, by the way, the album is called Slawson and that's S L A. U S O N funk it's in iTunes it is on Apple music it's on Amazon for those of you who have the Alexa devices um, I do know it's I do know it's up on YouTube um, all five tracks are up on YouTube um, because he uploaded them there so um, I'm ho- and it's on Spotify it's definitely on Spotify Um, I talked to him about putting it up on Pandora, so we'll have to see what happens there. I I don't know yet. I do know that he was wanting to promote another I'm featured in, uh, called Get Funky. We're gonna rework that and then we're gonna do another song. I believe it's called Back to the Old School, so that's we're gonna those two singles. I don't know when Get Funky is supposed to be released um, nor do I know when Back to the Old School is going to be released. I think sometime in the summertime.
0: Oh okay. Um, we'll do contacts and stuff at the end of the interview so you can give people an idea like what your Twitter is and stuff and how to contact you regarding that. So, I want to talk about how long have you been doing the kind of music that you do, like as featured in your track called Down? Like, how long have you been doing the talk box, the keyboard? You can also discuss your like instrumental credentials and
1: the talk box. The talk box has been pretty much for the last, oh God, I'm not good at math. (laughs) 2004, (laughs) 2004 to now. So, 10. Plus
0: that's like, uh, 15, 16 years. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: about 16 years. Yeah. I mean, my, yeah. a lot of, a lot of my influence on the talk box, uh, is, uh, Roger Troutman. For those of you who do not know who Roger Troutman was, he was a funk musician who played guitar, bass, keyboards. Um, you know, the talk box. He also did sing. He didn't like his singing voice. though. I found that out in a video. Quite interesting. Um, <laughs> But he didn't. He didn't uh, like his singing voice. But he, 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 his trademark was the talk box. Um, his trademark was that. But he, he was also not only a musician, but he was a producer. Um, he worked. He's worked with several different people. A lot of people have influenced, you know, or have been influenced, I should say, by him. Um, I was one of those people um cool. I was one of those that was one of those people so Uh-oh. the
0: keyboards trying to reconnect
1: oh how evil what
0: the hell uh oh hold on there you hello i'm still here sorry it Disconnected
1: for a second. Sounds like it's still trying to do it.
0: Oh no, it's not.
1: No. Anyway,
0: it's it's recording. It just told me trying to reconnect, and then it reconnected, and then it stopped doing. Anyway, what what I I was
1: what I was saying was that you know Mm -hmm. a lot. Roger Troutman was a producer.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, He's um, written songs for other people. He's produced other people's works so the keyboards and piano um I I guess you could say I played all my life the talk box I really started getting interested in like I said in 2004 um I happen to know not all of the Troutman family a few members of the Troutman family so I'm blessed to know them um I'm, I'm blessed to know who I know and I also know some other talk box artists as well um
0: Oh, yeah, that's cool. So so anyway, um why don't you give us a little taste of what the talk box kind of sounds like?:
1: Well, the Bear box is with... actually the box yeah. is actually here. um I just kind of set Moved it up it because up. I didn't want to have the hissing tube because that would be very annoying. Um, right. So I actually turned it off. Oh, let me see here if I can do this without. Now, I do want to explain for those of you who have heard me on another podcast called Blind Cool Tech back in about
0: 2009. Ooh, that podcast is cool. It's not even a um, podcast anymore. But no,
1: but when they when they did them, um, yeah. It might
0: have been. I'll have
1: to look. But anyway, I explained the talk box and how it works. I did a demo of it. I was in Ohio at the time uh, when I recorded that. So now, the keyboard I'm using is a Yamaha DX27. So a 1985 keyboard. Um. That's like these older boards, than me. These <laughs> boards are not made anymore, of course. Um, uh, so, yeah. let's see. Um, the talk box is not auto tune. I must stress that because everybody keeps asking me, "Is it auto tune? Is it like auto tune?" The answer is no. Uh, also, if you do tracking or you know what's called tracks. You have to um, do each track separately. So, if I sing a cert- if I sing certain notes with just my vocals, mm-hmm. the vocal the vocal part of my voice is going to be left out because the keyboard is the instrument. Oh, so um, if I do a slide from an F sharp to a G sharp, and yes, I'm going to go music theory on you people because I can. But if I do something like, so my voice is going to be left out, but the result you get with the talk box is like this. So that's cool. That is all. With um, let me see if that's the right sound there. Um, we um, oh dear, we have the wrong patch. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, can, I can do different. Uh, let's see. There we go. Um, if I wanted a faster vibrato, now the one you heard was a bit slower. I think that was at about twenty or fifteen. So I think this one's at about
0: thirty-seven, thirty-two to
1: thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So that's a that's at a faster vibrato, and Ooh. You know, for a lot of <laughs> for a lot of songs. Depending on what they are, um, I'll use the faster sound. I'll use the faster vibrato. If I want a slower vibrato um, like this. So I just, you know, I I switch sound banks. The Yamaha keyboard has about 24 banks. That's what they're called. It has its its own, it has its own sound.
0: Uh, Right. So do you like when you use the talk box are you like making your vocal noises into say a microphone hooked up to
1: No there is no microphone um oh. there is there's is, you know any any sounds like hard consonants all your uh-huh. t's and p's and k's Uh-huh uh, uh d's as in dog b's as in boy uh-huh. c as in you know charlie you know all that Right yeah um, Or just to put it a better way, All those sounds are hard, what they call hard consonant sounds.:
0: Right, uh-huh.
1: So I have a tube that goes mm-hmm. in between my teeth, and I have to hold mm-hmm. um, I have to hold the tube between my teeth and make words with my mouth without my voice coming into play and you have to also hold your breath at the same time. So it's it's like oh. you're singing, it's like you're singing, but you're just having an electronic instrument do it.
0: Oh my god, that is so interesting. I okay, so that kind of reminds me of a more complicated way to play the flute. I mean, I've played the flute before. I actually played it in marching band and the guy who taught me was like you have to blow a column of air through a tube, similar to what you're doing with the talk box, but it's a lot weirder because you have an embouchure and well. Well, the
1: difference with the difference mm-hmm. thing with the difference between a flute and a talk box too is, you remember, you've got buttons that you push, so oh and those, right, those those buttons make different notes, and it's the same right. with the keyboard, you know, um, right. It's the same with the keyboard. Um, let me see. <laughs> Let me see. And for those of you who have taken piano, there's your C scale. Um,
0: <laughs> Good job.
1: But uh That's awesome. Yeah, so I you know it's, mm. it's it let me tell you though, playing the talk box is a lot of hard work. Everybody's like, Oh, it's you got it easy. You sound like Roger Trapman. No, let me tell you something, because mm. before we before the song Down got released, I mean mm-hmm. We spent, my friend and I spent over six hours putting all that together. Now, all, he had the easy part. He had the easy parts. The um, rhythm
0: he, section. That's and all the he had. Bass,
1: yeah. That's all he had. He had the rhythm section and the keyboards. The rest, I did. I did 12 mm. tracks for that song alone.
0: And um, it took, I would guess, about an average of about 30 minutes a track.
1: Well, it depended you on. You said well, like
0: six hours.
1: Well, let's see. I had to do the lead parts. Um, I had to do I had to do the lead parts, the hook, you know, the hook or the chorus, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. I had to do what they call ad-libbing, which is just scat singing. Um, wow. I had to do three harmony tracks, so there's six tracks alone. Um, <sighs> and then I had to do more ad-libbing tracks, so there's nine tracks there. I had to do, like, I had to do a vocal track, just a regular vocal track with my singing voice. So that's basically all in all, it's twelve tracks all told. Um, wow, so that's it, a know, lot of
0: tracks.
1: Two ad lib tracks, one lead track, three harmony tracks. I mean, it's a lot. Whoa. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So I'm yeah, hoping. I
0: bet that it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And believe me, I was tired. Oh man. I mean, it was, it was worth it, but I was like, okay, I'm not doing no more. I'm not. I'm not not doing it. I'm not doing no more. So
0: that's kind of how I felt when I actually I wrote something with a dance track. A guy gave me the dance track, and I recorded a bunch of vocals on top of it. And someone helped me mix that track together. But I was recording every single harmony track, vocal track, the lead melody tracks. I had to do like the tracks that would later be panned on left and right stereo. Man, it was like, it took a lot of energy out of me. I was like, plop. So, I get that, sort (laughs) of. Wow. Now. Wow.
1: That is not as low as that can go. Let me see if this is, yep, it is. Okay, so. You just heard mm. right, right, right here, right
0: mm, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> here. That is as low as that box could go. Um
0: Wow. That, so <laughs> Kinda of sounds yeah, I hope you oh.
1: can still understand me. So that that's <laughs> That is, it. that that is, the, I don't use that patch unless somebody really wants to go that low, but I, I don't like that. <laughs> I really don't like the grittier sound. Um, mm. I usually keep, I usually keep it right, right here. I keep it right here. I don't, I don't, don't want to scare mm-hmm. people. Especially if there's oh. children, you know, if there's oh, children God. listening, I don't, I don't want them having nightmares and then people, you scared my out. <laughs> it's like, dang <laughs> Don't blame me. You write the producer a hate letter. I didn't I didn't want to go that low, but he or she or they insisted so
0: I you... didn't insist that you go that low, but I'm okay with you doing it because that's cool. I, I like a good demo. That's a really good demo of the now top I, box.
1: Let me see. And children uh, have
0: nightmares. They watch movies worse than Blood and Gore can give children nightmares much more quick. Alright, I'm going to hold this tube away from my mouth. But I'm going to
1: play the highest note this thing can go. Okay. Um, let's see. So I've changed patches. So we're in the G scale right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play the highest note that this thing will run. So that is a high G Whoa. right there.
0: Whoa. That's high.
1: So that's a D is what I'm playing. There's a low D. Um, But like I said, there are certain, there are just certain things that I do that I'm just like, you know, you know, and I'll, Hey, can you give me this? Can you give me a low grit sound? I'm like, I'm not going way past the threshold because if people listen, (laughs) um, you know, I don't want to scare them. I, I truly don't. I want everybody to have a good time and not, you know, that song, that's creepy. That's a creepy song. I've actually. No, no. And, and this is I that... this is a true story. I actually yeah. did one song for mm-hmm. for for this particular for this particular producer. And mm-hmm. um we it was called um, I think it was called the 40 uh, 40,000 years and if anyone's listened to Oh my god. If anyone's listened to the song Thriller uh, with uh, the late Vincent Price, you know he, he does the rap you know the funk of forty thousand years, you know.
0: Oh, that part. That yeah. part, yes. Yeah. The zombie so that's, dance and that part. Oh, well, dear. well, the
1: zombie <laughs> dance, and then so that's he. They 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 made a rap out of that, and so I was on that track. Oh. So so here I am doing three harmony tracks, a lead part, and a an ad lib part or a scat part. Um, and then I also have to do the hook, so let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I did seven tracks on that piece now that 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 piece has never been released. um, I thought we were gonna I thought it was gonna release that, but the guy who wrote the rap said no i'm I'm not gonna release it. uh, he decided to do other stuff other than music, so um oh man, you know so well that that never got put out. I don't know if we're gonna put that out. I highly doubt it because that was his track. Um,
0: oh, I understand. I I totally get that. You know, that
1: was his track, yeah. so we don't. We, you know, I certainly don't. Uh, <coughs> I um, pardon me, don't um. You know, I I'm I'm really trying to promote this album as as much as possible. Um, yeah. And it's it's just kind of uh, what am I? I'm really, I'm really trying to get it out there. I'm really trying to get people. I'm, you know, and every because he's like, you know, we we need to get you some exposure. I'm like, man, I don't, I really haven't done any recording, and I really hadn't, not since this project. And you know, no, I, I the, totally
0: get that. Well, and then
1: the thing with the thing with yeah. the thing with my friend, his name is Paul Rice Jr. Is he? Oh, yeah. He doesn't know pitch like I do. So,
0: oh,
1: we we fought there were certain things that he wanted. And I said, Paul, no, you're not, no, you're not going to get that because there are certain things that aren't going to work for this track. And so, I mean, we didn't like argue, but it was just like back and forth because, well, can you do that? I'm like, okay, if I do that, it's going to mess the flow up. And he just, you know, after a while we, we did come to something amicable. He's like, all right, I like that. Can you go record it? And I'm like, yeah, I'll record this. But then, you know, don't tell me you don't like it after you hear it and then I can do it because I'll spend almost 20 minutes to 30 minutes doing what you want so
0: yeah you
1: know it, I, I was tired by about 12 midnight that Friday night let me tell you um,
0: oh my god I'm sure you slept for like 24 hours after well
1: that. I let's see I told him that Saturday I said I've got a radio show I'm doing so there will be no recording that day <laughs> um oh, so oh boy you know i i knew i had to do you know the radio show the next day and so yeah i i just that wasn't happening i and he didn't ask me to do anything sunday like i said i know the other songs are supposed to come out i know we have to re-record one particular line um Ooh. i don't nef- i i hope it's one line where i don't have to do a whole bunch of tracks but we'll see. I, it's it's up to yeah. him. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm the one who has to sit with this almost 27... What did we say that was? 26.5? 27. 26. 26.5 or something like that. Anyway, I'm the one who has to sit with this keyboard on my lap doing everything. So I don't have an X... I don't have an X stand for my Yamaha. Um,
0: yeah... That's kind of partially why I'm actually thinking of getting an M32 by Native Instruments. I like Yamaha keyboards. I've seen them, they're really cool. And that keyboard you're using is older than me by a year.
1: This board is not made anymore. A lot of people are using what they call mini Novas mm. or the microcorgs. Oh. Um,
0: Oh my. Those are really professional. Like those little cord yeah, things. They're those
1: very are... expensive. I've um, seen those. Cord's about, oh about five hundred. The mini the mini nova's about the same price. Now they did have, I believe it was oh. a version it's a digital version of the Mini Moog. And um Oh god. Now I think it was it that brand? I think it was that brand. Oh. I think it was that brand that actually made a braille layout for the visually impaired. Um, Ooh. So that I think it was them I'll have to look I don't mm. really know
0: I, I enjoy the sound of the Moog and the most notable version of a Moog song that I know that at least I'm familiar with is the Disney uh, Main Street Electrical Parade theme the Baroque Hoedown with all those little melodies in it I heard the original Moog song that it came from and I said Boy, they messed that one up. <laughs> well,
1: believe it or not, when Roger Troutman was using the, what they call the Golden Golden Throat Talk Box um, before Ooh. he started using, you know, before he before he started making his own box, um, Ooh. he used a Golden Throat, and you will pardon me as I have to get up a second, um, but I can still talk, um. <clears throat> He made a. He started making boxes years later. They he and his brother start you know mm-hmm. studied how to make a talk box, um, and so years later, years and years and years and years later they they made talk boxes. Mm-hmm. Now his first keyboard that he started talk boxing on was a mini move.
0: It, Ooh, it was a cool. mini-MOOG.
1: Um, he used that from about... Mm, let's see. Uh, 1980. Well, he used it throughout the 80s. And then... Um, he, he used it throughout the 80s. And then he... They started using the Yamaha DX100 series. Because it was a lot... It was portable. It was smaller. It was easy to set up. Um, you know, you just... Put it on your, you know, you put it on a stand or you can have a strap with it and you can just take it and go. Um, and a lot of people, after, oh. after Roger after Roger passed, sadly, um, he was shot and killed by his brother, Larry Troutman, um, oh, in an yeah. apparent murder. They, A lot of people say it was a murder-suicide. People say it was drugs. Um, I think only those two really knew. Um, now, I'm not going to speculate about someone's death. That's, I'm not here to debate that. Um, do I miss Roger? Do no. I miss Roger as an artist? Pardon my language for a minute. But hell yeah. fucking yes, I miss him. Because he mm. was my inspiration for this box that I play. And mm. I, you know, was very heartbroken, just, just like the rest of the world, um, mm. when he passed away. Um, when I, I mean, I was, I was working at the time. Um, when mm. I, when I heard about the news on the radio, they said, Roger Troutman had been shot and killed. And I was, I was just like, what? And I, I thought, I, yeah. I really thought maybe somebody was, and I, I, I know people joke about people dying. Um,
0: that's no joke when someone right, dies. Right. I understand that,
1: but I'm just saying that yeah. you know people like to you know play these sick, you know, hoaxes. And so of course I, I think it was yeah. a half day or something or maybe, no, it was a whole day. So I went home. I oh, went home, no. looked it up, and I, Did I
0: sure enough, computer,
1: nineteen ninety nine. No, um, I I went home and mm-hmm. uh, went onto on the phone line on the uh, uh, NFB newsline paper here in Kansas City. Ooh, and I looked yeah. it up in the celebrity news, and sure enough, it was real. And my friend called me. You know, five five minutes after that, and he says, did you hear? And I said, oh, yeah, I, I know. And so, you know, I I try. I don't want to play like Roger Troutman because Roger Troutman had his own style. But whenever people hear me, they're like, you sound like Roger. And I'm like, I, I, thank you, but I don't want to, you know, because it
0: you don't want to be compared no, to Roger Troutman. I don't Troutman. want to be you compared. want, your I want to
1: style. do my own stuff. But I guess it's so funny because everybody they hear me, um, they hear me, and it's just like you—you you sound like Roger, you know. And so, and then I know his son, Roger Lynch. He put out an album in two thousand, mm. and unfortunately, unfortunately, mm. he is deceased. Um, now there are two stories going down with that. Um, One says that he was killed by his girlfriend. Another one, or set up to be Mm -hmm. killed by his girlfriend. Another one said that he died of pneumonia. Um, I don't know which. Mm -hmm. I don't have, again, I'm not going to speculate. I don't have access to talk to the family. Um, You know, that's been over 20 years. Well, let's see. He died in 2003. So, I mean, that's been a while.
0: 17 years, about. Wow, so... Yeah, they're about like um, so. English. You know, it's
1: it's um, you know, tragedy, unfortunately, and you don't want to think about tragedy. Um, it's been but it's been tragedy for the Troutman family and for the you know, for the lunch family. Um, you know, because uh, you know, Roger Roger Sr. and then Roger Jr. You know, Roger Jr. was one hell of a producer and instrumentalist. Wow. Um, you know, uh, he started the group Mint Condition and then he left. Cool. Uh, to do his own solo career. So, you know, um, there you go on that.
0: Yeah, you must have a lot of influences in a lot of, like, funk, jazz, whatever. And it sounds like you've got a lot of exposure with this new EP that just came out. You know, I'm, I'm hoping um, to get
1: exposure. Um, jazz, one jazz artist I've loved since I was a kid was Herb Albert. Um, you know, cause I used to play trumpet as well. Um, I didn't, I, Ooh. I should have stuck with it, but you know, and maybe at some point, um, I will buy it. I will the, buy a trumpet. Um,
0: Trumpets are expensive. Trust me. My dad bought my brother one and it was like, Oh God, I can't even say what price it was. But if you look around, my you brother got them,
1: this... if you look around, you know, yeah, they're going to be expensive, you know, three, four, $500. Um, for a trumpet
0: yeah but there are some places that'll let you like rent to own instruments right. like you know it's it's really cool though but my brother played trumpet in god what was it i think he was in the marching knights uh ucf college band and the running joke among floridians is the ucf stands for you can't finish But my brother somehow finished UCF and graduated there. But he also played trumpet in middle and high school as well and at church. So I I, and my dad exposed me to what trumpet playing looked like. I don't think I could possibly have done trumpet, not because of anything inert or innate, whatever. I don't know what word to use for that there. Inborn. It's you your lips would be completely a mess by the end of I don't know how many years I've seen some of my friends if
1: you take care of your,
0: in the brass if, section if you of take the band. care of
1: yourself actually your lips you know mm-hmm. you, you, if you take care of yourself mm-hmm. um you do yeah. kind of you rest your lips a little bit you know um yeah you're gonna get a little sore you're gonna get a little sore, but it's well worth it um Another...
0: Oh, I'm sure it is.
1: Another influence you but mentioned, there's... or you, you were talking about influences, another person that I'm interested in is mm-hmm. um, Herbie Hancock. He has... Ooh. He, he did a lot of piano stuff, not just acoustic piano, but mm-hmm. also synthesizers. Um,
0: wow. Oh, my God. Uh, Herbie so. Hancock. I don't think I... I think I need to look him up, because I haven't looked He
1: at has them. got an extensive music catalog. Um... Oh, awesome. um, Huge music catalog. (laughs) Um, um, He started really kind of messing around with electronic stuff, I'd say. mm, About 78 in through the 80s. Um, If you remember, if anyone remembers, if anyone remembers the song Rocket in about 1983 to 84, that was him. Doing All that. So, you know. Um, he's obviously, he's never played with the talk box. He's played with a vocoder and a vocoder is something different. A vocoder. Now you were asking me, uh, uh, Denver queen, if the talk box works for the microphone. Well, no, like I said, no, but a vocoder does. A vocoder is hooked up to a keyboard and you'll pardon my clock in the background. Um,
0: no problem.
1: Um,
0: Not to worry. My watch and yeah, stuff's on TV. anyway.
1: The vocoder is hooked up to a microphone. Oh, you've got a keyboard, and you've got a the microphone hooked up into the keyboard, and you've got a vocoder sound. And I'm not even going to explain how a vocoder works because that would a take too much time. B, I'm not familiar with its setup. I'm more familiar with the setup on a talk box than I am a vocoder.
0: Uh I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. For whatever reason, I think a lot of us get the the vocoder, the talk box mixed up. I was going to do an aside here just to say that I do have friends who've played brass and woodwinds, and they would come down with TMJ. Maybe it's because they push themselves a bit too hard. But yeah, because TMJ is not something anybody wants. It's like, for those that don't know, it's like an inflammation of the jaw, and it makes your jaw real swollen, inflammation- not fun and you can't really talk much and especially i think it affected the people who had braces yeah. in my high school yeah. like those who had braces and retainers i've had braces and i, I so. went through that
1: i've had retainers and when i mm. oh i went oh through retain, I, you know i my doctor and i fought i i, I just i just want to say i love my doc. i love doctors but that doctor and i fought like <laughs> one night the one one night the retainer broke and I was wearing it, and I kept telling him it was too tight. Ow. And he's like, that's the way it's supposed to be. And I'm like, oh. um, that retainer's not supposed to draw blood. So one night it broke. You know, Ow. One night it broke, I told my mother. And she's like, oh, well, you know, just deal with it. And I'm like, no. So I threw him away. My mom was not happy, but I'm at the same time, I don't put up with pain either. So...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, let's see how much time there is. Oh! oh awesome. 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 My um, um, fun,
1: baby. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs>
0: love that demonstration. That is amazing. Love it, love it, love it. Everybody listen to the Dameron's podcast. Everybody listen to podcast. Okay, that deserves... A... Damn! That deserves a standing ovation. If there was like a big giant audience, you're getting a standing ovation. Everybody listen to our podcast. <laughs>
1: Everybody
0: listen to our
1: podcast. Don't
0: make it right now. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, looks like we've got about, um, I'm going to take a few minutes. I'm going to do another segment here and your um, thank you so much for coming by and um, I'll uh, text you when I'm done doing a couple of other small touches and then I'm going to, well, yeah,
1: it's, it has been fun. Um, Like I said, please everybody um, check the album out. It's available on iTunes. Uh, Once again, it is called Slauson Funk. Uh, that is spelled S-L-A-U-S-O-N space F as in Frank, U-N-K. Um, it's available on iTunes. It's available yeah. on the Amazon Alexa devices. You can stream it. Um, the artist, the artist oh, yeah. is Paul Rice Jr. Or just ask for Sloss and Funk by Paul Rice Jr. Um, just ask for the album. And... Um, like I said, mm-hmm. I'll let you guys know when the other singles are going to c- come out, um, unless Denver Queen, you decide, you know, hey, have the other songs come out yet? Mm-hmm. And I'll definitely let you know. Um,
0: oh, yeah, I, I can definitely. Uh, would you like to give out your yes, Twitter will, and other w- ways you can people to I will follow do, you? I and will do that most definitely.
1: Can... Um, I'm on WhatsApp. If anyone mm-hmm. knows me over there. Um you might be able to. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Can you look for usernames on WhatsApp? I think you can. Um,
0: uh, I think that there is a username thing on WhatsApp. Okay. I haven't well, played with that me, much. Look, f- I hate WhatsApp. Oh, I know, um,
1: but I, I use it for <laughs> you know a lot of things. But it.
0: Well, I, I. The only reason why I'm using it is because someone begged me to use it.
1: Well, That's at any all. rate, uh, <laughs> well, we need to we need to hook up then on WhatsApp. Um, I didn't.
0: We can hook up on WhatsApp. Yeah. I can always send, me something. send you at something. At any rate,
1: um, my Twitter, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Zello and Haytel is the Music Man 8 That is T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C-M-A-N-08. The number is 08. No dashes, no number signs. That's for Zello, Haytel, and Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Also, my Facebook uh, is TheMusicMan1 at gmx.us gmx.us um, and that's t-h-e-m-u-s-i-c-m-a-n the number one without the number sign at gmx.us i'm also on twitter i see i gave that whatsapp you should be able to find me over there um just look for me over there um, yeah let's see what else what else am i missing okay. um i think that's it um yeah i think yeah, that's, I it. Think that's but, all you know um, like i said i
0: I'm also going to add that you're going to host the, um, what's that show oh, called again? Yeah, Musical that's right. Mayhem. If you guys want to hear
1: me, um, thank you, because I, I nearly forgot. Um, if you guys want to hear me on Saturdays, yeah. uh, Saturday evenings, depending on your time zone, let's see. The show that I do is called Musical Mayhem. It's on the Qonline.net, www.the, the letter dot N E T um. Let's see. That show on Saturdays is from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. The t- uh 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. slot is for everybody. Um. The uh, the but the
0: 11 to one well, the, is for the adults.
1: The 11, or I'm sorry, the 10 p.m. Eastern to 1 a.m. Ten, right. That's ten to adults. One. So you have to be 18 yeah. and over to listen to that show. But the show is called Musical Mayhem. The first part of it. The second part is called Mayhem After Dark. So it's, you know, definitely an adult show. And I will say that adult subjects are talked about. So if you're easily offended, you know, tune out. Um, Definitely you can also on the website that I just gave, www.theqonline.net, you can find out how to donate to us. If you think you have the experience to be a DJ with us, fill out an application. You can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com com forward slash the q online from our homepage also follow us on twitter at the q online and um you know i, I i'll be here if you follow me on twitter or hey tell or zello please tell me who you are and how you got you know how you know where you heard this so that way i don't think you're some weirdo um because i've i've I oh yeah,
0: definitely. I, I have yeah, to go through a I, lot and of I, those.
1: I don't like what Facebook yeah. has done lately, but we'll talk later about that. At any rate, <laughs> at, at yeah, any rate, that's all my contact info. Mm-hmm. And Denver Queen, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I do appreciate it once again, folks. No. Um, Just in case anyone mm-hmm. kind of catches this at the end. The EP is called Slosson, and that's spelled S as in Sierra. Mm-hmm. L a s s l a u s o n funk and um it's on Amazon Music it's on iTunes Music um you know iTunes if you buy it it's on Apple, Apple. Music now I do know for those of you mm-hmm. who probably want to stick around with Google that's about ready to go so um
0: Google Play Music's going but they're going to migrate everything that's right. another tech bit I um, wanted to cover I, but in
1: case anyone. Um, If if anyone kind of wants to get that before it disappears, you know, please do so. I know it's on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping that he'll put it on uh, Pandora.
0: Yeah. Streaming.
1: Pandora. Pandora. I don't don't know what he'll do with it. Like I said, there are supposed to be two other singles coming out. We'll see what happens there. But like I said, Beth, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Um, You know, for...
0: And you're welcome to use my name because okay. my name's in the podcast. I, I'm just, I'm I'm used stingy, to calling you Deadly so. Queen
1: everywhere else, but Beth, thank you so much for, you
0: know, nah. Beth, thank
1: you so much for having me on yeah. here, um, because that, that really kind of, you know, that, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to Helps. get a lot of exposure on this. Like I said, there's two more singles, Get Funky, I think is going to be released sometime in the later part of May, and then I think uh, Back to the Old School yeah. is going to be released in the summer, so. You're going to hear a couple more tracks from me soon.
0: All right. I'll take care of the ending of this so you don't have to. So thanks, Dion. I'll just uh, text you later. Let's
1: All right. You take still, care. Okay? You too.
0: See you later, folks. <laughs> And now, folks, one last little bit for those who are wondering. Crystal, as of January, Crystal Burger, for those of you Southerners out there, I'm talking to you Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, the Carolinas, Alabama, blah, blah, blah. You guys are going to be in for some bad luck. As of January, Crystal filed for bankruptcy and I want to say rest in peace to Crystal and Stick and Shake. I have seen a lot of losses from a lot of restaurants. Oh, boy. There is a car running by my window. If you'd like to be cool like Dion was, and he was really cool. D- Dion just finished an interview with me. And if you want to be cool like Dion, please... Send me an email at denverqueen at gmx.com. If you have any feedback or things you want to say, you can leave a minute-long voice message. It's about has to be 60 seconds or less. Um, tell me what you'd like to talk about in the podcast if you'd like to talk through a voice message. If you have something longer, there is email. So like I said, you know, denverqueen at gmx.com. I am very, very happy to have had Dion on. He was, he's a very, very cool dude. And I hope that all of you check out his album that he collaborated with his friend on. uh, Paul Rice Jr.'s album, Slauson Funk. The second track is called Down featuring Dion Walker. I think I'm tempted to add that to my wedding reception playlist only because I want to give the guy more exposure and I wanna get people dancing and having fun and sweating their booties off to that song. I don't know what you guys think, but let me know in an email or in a voice message. But um, yeah, Uh, but rest in peace, Crystal Burger. I am so mad, so mad that Crystal is closing, but Steak and Shake I'm even more mad about because well, they'd been around since, like, the 1930s, and they had great prices on food. For me, I think the prices were worth it, and the steak burgers. Ugh, I hope we can get through this pandemic okay. Everybody stay at home and take care of yourselves. Um, so if you want to be f- funny and funky, like what Dion just did, please call me up on Anchor. You can call on me via email anchor voicemail, whatever, just be cool. And I will, I will be talking to all of you later. This is Beth. Good night from Denver.